Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about doubt. Ironic, because we were doubting our ability to talk about doubt (laughs) before the episode started, but uh, we just wanted to have a discussion about that because it's kind of been a topic that has come up quite a bit in a couple of our own personal episodes, but also with a few of our guests and even in our personal life, it's like, girl, why can't I make a decision? And why am I doubting myself? And why am I my worst critic and my worst enemy? And why am I restricting myself when I could be doing so many things? Yeah, it's true. There's actually different layers of doubt, which I never realized. I mean, we can have personal doubt about the things Kennedy that was just talking about. Uh, Some people have doubt in their faith, uh, doubt in the law and the way that that all works. Um, Some people doubt science. Yep. And even just further to the, we'll talk a bit more about it after, but doubt in law, like there's that, what do we base all of the choices on in law and in court? It's beyond a reasonable doubt. Like, oh, there goes the cat. (laughs) perfect um but there's so many different layers of that like you just think of the word doubt as from a personal point of view but it's kind of brought up in multiple areas in life and I didn't really put that together but so the direct definition of doubt from the Oxford Dictionary is a feeling of uncertainty or a lack of conviction um Further to that, uncertainty of belief or opinion that often interferes with decision-making. And then further, further to that, just it's fear, be afraid. So I also looked up the definition of fear because it's kind of like this stepping stone. You have doubt. Why do you have doubt? Well, because you fear something. And why do you fear something? So fear is an unpleasant emotion causing or caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat, or to be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous, painful, or threatening. So it's kind of like this, you go through the motions of, okay, first there's doubt, well, why is there doubt? Because I fear something's going to happen. Well, why Why is there fear? Well, it's something or someone. So it's I would, just- say, I would say, actually, the way you're explaining it, to me, I think the fear would happen first. Do you think? Well, if I think of a circumstance of something in my life, um, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I guess you're. Simul- yeah. Maybe they're simultaneous. Who knows? Like, think if everyone just stops for a minute and thinks of something in the recent past that they were doubtful about. It could have been, you know, whether a friend was going to show up. Uh, for your wedding or this sort of thing Mm. Um, if you doubted they would show up is it linked to fear that they won't or do you have the fear that they won't first and that creates the doubt I don't yeah it's almost interchangeable it's not interchangeable though because they're two different things but I see what you're saying yeah intertwined 
Yeah, it's kind of like which one comes first, which came first, the chicken or the egg kind of thing. Right. right. <laughs> but they're definitely related. I can totally see that, you know. Um, if I was to think of a circumstance where I had doubt in myself, then that turns into, you know, this, for lack of a better word, blossom of fear. Like, why am I doubting myself in this regard? Well, is it okay, if I do the thing, and it doesn't turn out right, mm. then am I fearing that it's not going to have the outcome I wanted? Am I fearing that others would look and laugh at me? Yeah, it's, I never really thought about those two put together till we started talking about this today. Yeah. And you and I have talked a lot about this as well in past episodes and with guests and even in our personal life, they kind of all <laughs> intertwine eventually, but uh, it's, what's the worst thing that'll happen? Honestly, like you tell it to me all the time. It's so easy to see it in someone else. Like what's the worst that's going to happen? You do it, you suck at it, you go, oh, I try again, or this isn't for me or for whatever circumstance. But um, there's also a quote from uh, Susie Kasim, I believe her name is pronounced, and it's doubt has killed more dreams than failure ever will. Wow. How true is that? Yeah, that kind of wants, that stops you in your tracks. I think of people who have expressed to me over the years, you know, I'd really love to X or right. I, I could whatever. And yeah, it's, it's the fear and the doubt that holds you back a lot of times from even stepping out to take the chance. I mean, if you took the chance, it could work, right? But if you never even get to that starting point, right, you'll never know. Right. It's similar to, so in my personal life, my partner said that he had an interest in painting. And I was like, cool, so paint. And he's like, oh, but I can't. And I'm like, why can't you? And he's like, well, I suck. And I'm like, how do you know you suck if you haven't given yourself the chance? And it's just painting. Anybody can paint. I mean, there's different levels of skill, that's for sure, and different types of painting. But he wasn't even giving himself the opportunity to express that interest for himself because of what the fear or doubt that it might suck for what nobody will ever see it. So anyway, to further the story, I got him supplies and I'm like, you're going to do this. And he's like, well, you're going to have to leave the apartment and when <laughs> and if I decide to do that. And I'm like, that's OK. If it means you starting, then that's all right. But why do we do that? <laughs> yeah, I just. As you said that, here's another layer of the whole conversation that I never realized before. <laughs> Why is there's like, okay, so he likes painting, right? Mm. So he wasn't going to allow himself the chance to learn because he thought he was already supposed to be good at it. Right. So are we all walking around with this belief of when I start something, I have to be perfect at it. Like, yeah, I'm not very good at changing tires, but if I took a, you know, a weekend course, I'm pretty sure I'd be better at it at the end. But for me to say, well, I can't take that weekend course learning how to change tires because I'm no good at it. Right. I'm not making fun of him. It just, no, it's it true made, though. It made me realize that we do do that. And why do we expect that we would be good at something right from the, I mean, there are such thing as, you know, gifted in certain areas or 
um, people that have more specific talents or whatever. But yeah, with the example of me changing tires, like why would I not sign up to go take the course to learn how to change tires if I thought I wanted to change tires? Right. If I was presenting myself from or preventing myself from doing it by thinking I don't know enough to learn to go to change tires. Yeah, well, and this is a full circle moment. I don't know if you realize here we are talking about this and we didn't want to start the podcast until we knew it was going to be ready. And it's funny that even when we thought we were ready, we weren't. Mm. And now we're here and there's probably still lots of room for improvement, but there's definitely been improvements since the beginning when we initially thought we were going to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's got to be growth there, but you're right. It's not like this unconscious, like, oh, I don't realize it's a thing. We all are like, oh, you don't have to be good at X the first time. Right. But then we all don't give ourselves the opportunity to express that. So anyway, of course, we weren't going to be good at podcasting. We had never done it before. Exactly. Here we are a year later. We've had some experience and some hiccups (laughs) and some laughs and some technical disasters and what have you. But we've learned a lot. And if we never would have taken the chance, then we wouldn't know what we know now. Right. Right. And to even think. I just posted the TikTok not too long ago about how it was the video of us unboxing our podcast equipment and it was October 2021 Mm -hmm. and I sat there and I was like oh yeah that was right before we started and I was like wait no we didn't start till September of 2022 so then I was like holy geez it took us a whole year like of just doubting and questioning and scared and we don't know how to do it so yeah it's well we also had to get some other platform we wanted to well, sure some but... social media set up but for the most part you're correct we just kind of like yeah maybe next week <laughs> if we hammered down on it it would have taken us less than a week to actually get it all together and be ready I'm sure of it but it was this whole well maybe yeah. next time or I don't know if I'm ready yet or whatever it's um, gonna work maybe we should send this stuff back you still have the receipt right 30 days like exactly uh I also wanted to bring up um mom's not aware of the song but I had brought it to her attention just uh something that kind of it was the initial thought for this episode it's a song by 21 pilots called you guessed it doubt um and I love how the song starts out. Um, So I'm just going to read the first bit. Uh, So it's scared of my own image, scared of my own immaturity, scared of my own ceiling, scared I'll die of uncertainty. Fear might be the death death of me. Fear leads to anxiety. Don't know what's inside of me. And then he proceeds to talk about don't don't forget about me. Even when I doubt you, I'm no good without you. So he's there's so many different like specific things said in here he's worried about how he presents himself to others he's worried about the decisions that he makes he's worried about his limits he's worried about the lack of confidence that he has and then he brings on about don't forget about me when I doubt you so there's kind of like a religious undertone there so he's indicating that he doesn't want to be forgotten because he's no good without you or no good without God so there's so many different layers here and this is just his personal story the guy that sings it but um I find it ironic that he was worried 
about being worried. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Worried, like, so worried about, much... his, about his lack of confidence. So he's, he was worried about being worried. Yeah, and not relatable at all. Can't relate. Um, but it, that's what I mean. And those few lines, it's just like, boom, like on the nose. That's exactly what it feels like. Mm-hmm. For sure. Anyway, just wanted to bring it up because that was the initial thought for the episode. And then we just kind of spurted from there. But I often play the song in the car, but you don't you think of songs differently when you pay a little bit more attention or from a different perspective. And we had been talking about doing an episode about doubt and I had that song just on shuffle on my phone and it came up and I was like, holy shoot, like, yeah, makes so much sense. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like a teeter totter, right? Like doubt, like there's two or more sides that you're constantly weighing, like mm-hmm. from the everyday you know choices at the grocery store do I buy the chicken or the beef or whatever and you're you're back and forth but the the umbrella that covers the whole experience is the fear and the uncertainty of picking the wrong one right right and again what is the worst thing that's going to happen I buy the granny smith apples over the honey crisp who cares <laughs> what's the yeah. worst thing that's gonna happen well, well I, think, I think i think we're talking about yeah well you said groceries but, so i went straight right, for the granny Smith. right so. but i mean okay so life decisions yeah you know some of those can be a little bit more important than picking meat products or or yeah. produce for sure but yeah that's that's really it in a nutshell just scared you're gonna pick the wrong one it's like scared, scared to take that last little like and little, little jump. Would it actually be in having the confidence in yourself that you could make a good decision? Or is it more about having the confidence in yourself that whatever happens that you can manage the situation? I think it's also about how you move forward by yourself in life. Like Mm -hmm. how you're able to move. What? I said, what do you mean? So like. Why doubt when you think of doubt, you think of this to me, it's like this, like almost like you pull back like hesitation. But so why are you feeling like you can't take that extra step forward in life? I don't know how to how else to explain that. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean, because not making a decision is still making a decision but yeah. like you're paralyzed in that moment you're not taking an action really it's well it's a waste of your time because you're sitting there doing this uh, 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 the uh, uh, uh. meanwhile you could have had so many things done in the process but you could already found out that if it didn't work you could have started the second one in that amount of time right you're, so. you're disabling yourself which is ironic because you're trying to uh, avoid disabling yourself or avoid something happening yeah so when it comes to like even stuff like making ourselves better um instead of having faith in our ability to do that we just talk ourselves out of it and yeah and then don't have positive action as a result of not taking action yeah like i'm drained about making that one decision (laughs) and let me take a break (laughs) 
<laughs> Honestly, you mean, though, you mean the decision you didn't actually make you just right to not make a decision <laughs> and still don't feel good about the decision because then you still sit there and go, is that oh, is something gonna, you know, I've recently been in the situation a couple different times where there's the choice that you want to do, you know, like the lazy choice, yeah. committing, or there's the choice that, you know, morally and just personally is the right choice. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, I hate this. One. <laughs> Get out I of there. I, d- I don't want to do it, you know, maybe in these circumstances, but I know it's the right thing to do so I know if I don't do it it's like a trap because I can't get out of it now now that I know what in my heart is the right choice I have to follow that or like you say you're like tormented right yeah and then there's this whole we won't get into it today then you end up okay you've made the choice and now on to procrastinate (laughs) (laughs) for our next chapter yeah (laughs) but um so to further that some argue and mom and I almost argued about it I was like no 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 we're going to talk about it on the episode some argue that doubt in relationship to yourself or your personal circumstances can be used as a good source of motivation but too much doubt or fear can hold you back from performing well and reaching your full potential yeah it's it's again it's it's the teeter-totter but it's in a different way one is one side and one is the other you don't either you have too much doubt and it holds you back or you don't have enough doubt and you're almost like a sucker for for things to happen I think I guess I guess the way I didn't consider it when I initially brought it to you brought it up to you before we started recording was I didn't see it in the perspective of if you don't for example doubt a person's intentions yeah you're gonna be oblivious of bad things ever happening or I guess it's kind of maybe from that side of things that you need to have some form of doubt or a certain like base layer of doubt to be able to protect yourself but there's also like to the extreme of okay do I wear the red or the blue shirt I don't know this is a life or death situation well and back back to what you said about the example of doubting a new person yeah, it's, it's a great example, because if you have too much doubt in who they are or their personality or if you're safe with them or whatever, it could inhibit a really good chance to have a relationship. Right. But yeah. it's going to come off as paranoid. Right. Or if you don't doubt enough and, you know, if you don't have that, like you said, layer of protection doubt that kind of, you know, gauges things you get up and you know you meet somebody for the first time you meet at a restaurant and you say oh I gotta run to the washroom I'm just gonna leave my purse here right yeah like right yeah so one side or the other kind of puts you at a disadvantage no matter how you look at it so it's kind of got to be a more balanced approach I think is what we're looking at here right no uh, yeah now that I see it from that perspective it kind of makes sense it's almost like you need to have some layer of doubt to have a guard or a protection protection Mm -hmm. protectant for yourself Mm -hmm. um so the most beneficial way of learning how to work around your self-doubt is to help understand what causes it (laughs) open the pandora's box uh so some 
Yeah, right. <laughs> Some suggestions include narcissistic parents or partners. So you can constantly be questioning yourself and every move you make as a child or an adult. So you're left with uncertainty or you may become too modest or unconfident. But there's also the layer of it also makes it difficult to accept praise because when you're in an environment with a person that doesn't praise you or how do I word that like or they praise you but it's meant as like a a sly comment like there's so many different things with narcissistic personalities but it makes it very difficult to accept compliments from people. And it's kind of like, it. we've talked about this before, you brush yeah. it off and it's like, no, I'm not. Ha ha, you're so nice. Pish well, posh, I mean, like. or, the, or the other side of it where you're skeptical, right? Because everything's right. been a trick or what had been presented to you in the past had been framed in one thing when in actuality, it actually turned out to be something completely different than what you were presented Right. So that can make it difficult to accept compliments or praise as well, because A, you weren't used to hearing it and B, it it's always kind of like now you're second guessing stuff, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's also the drill sergeant approach, showing yourself tough love can sometimes be a good motivator, but take it too far and you can actually end up self-sabotaging by the fear of becoming too lazy or not working hard enough. I know nothing about that. I was talking to a friend the other day and he is just the same and it's, you can't turn it off. Like it's almost like you put yourself at a disadvantage because you can't, you feel guilty for taking a break almost. Yeah. And that, but it's, it's a double-sided coin and a whole other episode, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, you need to take a break. So you take a break, but then you feel guilty for taking the break. And the whole time that you're on the break, you're thinking about what you should be doing. That's me. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'm just going to read a fun book. Well, I should be reading an educational book because I should be, you know, doing something other than just relaxing like I can't just sit there with a book and enjoy myself for five minutes because I'm thinking about all the things I could be learning from a who knows what book like <laughs> like what the heck yeah and then we get uh, past experiences so feel your uh, failures and setbacks from the past can sometimes leave us feeling overwhelmed or self, self-doubt because if things didn't work out before you kind of get on that train track in your head right and talk yourself out of chances that might turn out positively yeah and if it's kind of the whole mentality too we've talked about oh Mondays are Mondays well if you have that mentality or you've had bad experiences on Mondays or Mondays are terrible days at work and you're setting yourself up for for that you're going to doubt that you can even have a good day on a Monday right and then there's the old fear of failure and on the other side of the coin the fear of success so yeah this one is is tricky it's always kind of morphing right like if I want to do x well maybe I shouldn't do that because I could fail at that and 
and then people would laugh and then, you know, I could lose money in the venture or whatever, but there's also this weird level and I was not aware of it until the past number of years, uh, the fear of your own success. Like who would you be if you could do anything and knew that you would be successful at it? And that's scary in itself, but it I, see, I see it also from a different perspective. Whereas people say, well, do you want to be successful? Well, absolutely. Who doesn't? I mean, I don't know, maybe there's someone out there, but who doesn't want to be successful? But then when you're presented with an opportunity that could make you said successful, you fear that. That's how I kind of see what we're talking about here. I see it from a slightly different light that everybody wants to be successful. But when presented with an idea or an opportunity, it's almost like we go, I don't know. It is. We like shoot ourselves in the foot before. Right. But then there's all the other. This is a whole other avenue but I'll just say briefly then there's the whole other aspect of fear of success and sabotaging yourself Mm -hmm. yep and that's like a whole like there's there's actually four no three yeah three different ways that self-doubt can manifest manifest so one is the self-sabotage um another is imposter syndrome so we've talked about that and we have a whole episode just dedicated to that one that's a big topic but it's basically about um feeling like you're a fraud or that you're going to come off as a fraud or people think you're a fraud and it Um, seems like that never goes away like even when we talk to people who've been in the public eye and been hugely successful for not just like a few months like years and they say that sometimes this little monster shoots up from behind and starts saying that negative stuff that makes you question like well maybe it's just luck that I'm here and maybe this next show is going to be my you know me and maybe this and maybe that and you maybe yourself into like the fetal (laughs) position rocking in the corner right I've heard celebrities say that actually in interviews where they're like I don't know why you guys even like me like I don't know why I'm here or how I got here and they're undermining all of their success and how they've worked hard to get there because meanwhile we're sitting there going you're an amazing actor Mm. but they don't see it so I mean we're all on the same level there uh and the last one is indecisiveness so struggling to make small or large decisions um uh scared that you might make the wrong one your or mine (laughs) (laughs) well I mean the apple doesn't fall far from the tree I guess you could say yeah yeah because again you're doubting that you're going to make the right one and what if you make the right or the wrong one and what if you get choose the wrong hamburger you know right it's cringy to listen to mom and I when we get together for podcasts so what are we eating for supper and inevitably mom goes I don't care you pick (laughs) it's your turn to pick though well I honestly don't care I know you don't care but what would you like maybe oh my gosh anyways and then I end up behind the wheel and I have to drive up to said place and she knows she's got me there anyway well it's true but it's interesting to hear from this perspective because my mother does the same thing oh yeah and it drives me wild (laughs) just say something And maybe it trickles down. You always have to make the decision between you and her. And now I'm the one that's going to make the decision between you and I. And Well, it could be that, but it could also be 
And the reason this just dawned on me is I was going to say, you know, I'm just, I really don't care. I'm just trying to be easy to get along with, which is <laughs> oh. she says to me. <laughs> and it's just annoying. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> easy to get along with, eh? Yeah. It makes it real easy when I have to make the choice. That's funny. <laughs> So uh, just to kind of quickly wrap things up, uh, four signs that you're doubting yourself, uh, if you haven't figured it out already, and it's not obvious, if you're going, hmm, do I doubt myself? There you go. Uh, if you have a hard time accepting compliments or you can't give yourself credit, so we've talked about that, you constantly seek reassurance. So that's kind of the flip side of thing, but also very true. Like you need verbal validation. And I've kind of caught myself in that loop too before. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh you have low self-esteem and you feel like you've you're never good or doing enough so just the self-esteem thing or not doing enough I mean we're all very hard on ourselves we're hard as critics so I mean we all have a certain layer of doubt is that fair to say even oh I think definitely and <laughs> there's two there's two kinds of people doubters and liars I don't yeah know. Like, yeah. I, I think, yeah, at different levels, maybe it's not all the same thing that we're doing, but I think it's across the board. I've not met a person who has not expressed that sort of thing. At so. some point or another, like it could be with anything. You could be a natural doubter or a circumstantial doubter. Right. Maybe I'm just making this up on the fly. Like when you go on a big trip somewhere, you're going to constantly doubt, did I pack that? Did I pack that? And it's right. again that I underlying... the right place. I wonder if they're right. gonna have the whatever. I hope it's as good as last time. I've seen myself caught in that loop almost to a paralyzing point of like uh, somebody just picked something off the menu yeah. for me. I don't even care do anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so how to overcome fear or self-doubt. So uh similar to other things, you almost have to be hyper aware of how you're thinking like so you can practice uh self-compassion. You can think back to your past achievements and think about all of the things that you did by taking, what's that expression? I brought it up before. It takes one or half a second to. Oh, of uh, courage. Yeah, of courage to change the whole trajectory trajectory of your life. So just think about, about your past achievements, thinking that you couldn't do it, but you're pushed into something or you pushed yourself and you've achieved great things. And if you hadn't, you wouldn't be there. Uh, try not to compare yourself to others. Mm, that's a little hard. Uh, spend your time with supportive people. Remember, you are your biggest critic. As I've said before, uh, seek professional help. Start journaling. Be skeptical of your thoughts. So there's lots of things. Um, so it's kind of like admitting it is the first step, right? Yeah. Like in yeah. any issue, you have to be actually like aware that you're doing the thing and yeah, it's yeah. it seems to be a long lifetime road, even as we said, for people that have been successful for years, still struggling with that. And I personally have recognized just in the last year that that little voice that comes out or lives in your head or again, sounds like split personality disorder, but I'm pretty sure it's not that. <laughs> Are you doing this whole podcast by yourself? You're having a few conversations here. <laughs> But yeah, that that mean, nasty girl that lives inside that says like, "What are you thinking?" Nobody, whatever. And I've learned to had to tell her to shut up. Like, mm -hmm. 
and then think like and then say on my own behalf like think of the time like you said about uh focus on your past achievements you know well yeah. you're you do this and these people that and you know you've had positive feedback and what have you like and some- not to put you on the spotlight but you majorly doubted and still currently doubt your ability to public speak on a platform like a podcast yeah that was almost crippling for you like right from the beginning you had and again it's that layer of fear which comes first the doubt or the fear you had fear of what that might suck you might Right. And then compared myself to you because you've had experience in those realms. And I'm like, okay, plus I'm older. She's already got crown on me there. And the irony there is that I'll say, and it's kind of a mic drop moment is you were going, I doubt myself because of Kennedy. And I was doubting myself because I don't know what the heck I'm doing. And I look at all these other big time podcasters and I'm nowhere near that level. So it's funny, we're comparing ourselves to people who also compare ourselves to other people. So who's the one person that's going to be all figured out? It's just this intertwined mess of, yeah, not necessary nothingness. Right. Yeah. And um, so just to go back also, like, to what we were saying earlier about there's different layers of doubt, um, but also just the fact of it can further to the point of there can maybe be productive versions of doubt. So you think of just little things like in science or in the legal system, like I quickly just mentioned earlier at the beginning of the episode, in science, they actually quantify doubt and use it to determine whether further research is needed. And it's actually called intelligent doubt. So that's kind of interesting. And so that and protecting ourselves are the only two real purposes we're just used out for, but we use it for everything. Right. And then there's also theoretical science. So there's always a level of doubt and uncertainty. So with science, everything is proven right until proven not right is essentially how science works. We always need to question the highest level of knowledge and belief that we have. Sort of like innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. So further to the legal system, um, as a last point, um, innocent until proven guilty. But we also use doubt to convict people. So when, you know, the jury goes up and they have to basically give beyond reasonable doubt. Mm -hmm. Well, what is reasonable doubt? Like we use it in our legal system as well. So it's productive in that sense as well. Mm-hmm. it's weird that everybody has this general understanding of doubt and what is too much doubt and what's too little doubt well there's no no line but it's almost like people you know what I'm getting at mm-hmm. yeah so lots of interesting insights there um, and lots of different perspectives but I didn't even consider before opening this today that there are productive sides to doubt we were kind of like going to use this episode as a and it was as a productive what can I do to manage my doubt and fear Mm -hmm. but there's multiple sides of it there's productive sides of it and I just didn't even consider that at all when we started this I think it's like a lot of things right like food is meant to nourish our bodies and and you know help our muscles to grow and all those physical things but think of all the other things that we use food for that it's not for 
right to brave to celebrate to invite people over whatever and so food is great in its purpose but when you take it out of its purpose and make it do something that it's not meant to do then the train goes off the rails right yeah there's so much metaphorical meaning behind that yeah yeah Yeah. so I, I think the same thing or I feel the same thing with doubt is yeah in its place where it's supposed to be but where we've put it myself included yourself included it's just out of control and sometimes the you know the anxiety and worry I was just gonna say anxiety inducing almost that come with that because we've misplaced the purpose of doubt absolutely it can be used productively but we've over catastroph what's that word catastrophized i can't even say it out loud catastrophized. thank you yeah. you knew what i meant but we have we've done that with a lot of things we tend to do that but um anyway yeah. we hope you enjoyed today's episode uh it was kind of fun and interesting to kind of unravel all of those different things but uh, i doubt they did i doubt they enjoyed it <laughs> well i had fun so take that why are you doubting our episode anyways <laughs> we'll see you just for the effect oh right right anyways uh we will see you all next monday same time and place bye if you or someone you know has a unique story to tell we'd love to hear from you email us at the imperfect podcast at outlook.com for more information and how to connect with us on social media you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week. week.